filled with the spirit of the past and alive with the realness of the present. I am ancient. I am new. I am Heritage India. Now just imagine, if this is how the goddess is described, her parallel in the society must not be very different. So this young girl of Rugveda times is like Usha, very beautiful, very attractive, and people used to dote on her. But what is very important is, even in those days, okay, even in those days, marriage was very important in one's life. And this is important because, important sociologically, because it is very interesting to note that when all over the world, 5,000 years back, people were really forest dwellers. In India, in the Rugvedic times, we have references to a very advanced culture and civilization. Not only that, we have references to vivaha or marriage as an established situation and organization. Why is that important? Because vivaha is something which gives the relationship between a male and female, a man and a woman, not only moral standing, but social sanctity also. And for that, it is very important. If you notice, all over the world, and now sometimes even with us, with changing culture of India, Vivaha is a karar. It's an agreement all over the world. Whereas for us, it is still a samskara. There is no good translation for the word samskara. I don't like sacrament and all, but samskara. And therefore, the vivaha becomes important. So how do I find a proper husband for my beautiful daughter? You know how? No matrimonial organizations or anything. There used to be a gathering of young men and women which was called Samana. Samana literally means gathering. Now in this Samana, there would be chariot races, all the young boys and only young boys, their parents did not accompany them. They would come together and they would talk to each other, find out their life partner or soulmate, whatever you want to call him and her. And then they would come back and tell the parents that I want to marry Mr. So-and-so. So what this shows is not only the fact that the girls had a choice to choose their husbands, but the girls were grown-ups. They were in their maybe late teens or early 20s, you know, who could take the, make this choice. The mothers or the parents trusted not only the girl, their own daughters, but also the society in which their daughter was mingling. Unless and until you have this faith and trust, I wouldn't have sent my daughter to a gathering of young men and women which went on overnight. I don't think I would have done that. But in those days, the society was safe. The girls were of understanding and they knew the marking line between freedom and liberty. They did not take any liberties, but they were free to choose their husbands. And that is why it is called Swayam Varo, right? 
Swayam sa kanya vanute janam chit. That kanya literally means virgin, a beautiful virgin. She chooses her own husband. I really have, I mean, I don't know how to say that, but I really feel great that that girl could choose her husband. Many girls, even today, don't have that freedom. And the husbands are kind of, uh, there is a matchmaker who makes the match and whatever, it is okay. But this is how things were in Rugveda. Now, the fact that the girl has liked the husband itself goes a long way to show us that their marriage will be a successful one, right? And when these girls went to that samana, you know what? They would wear beautiful clothes. Supeshaha, yuvati suvasaha. They would look beautiful. They would deck up themselves. And matrumrushta, they were decked up by their mother. The mothers would do some makeup to see to it that her daughter looked very beautiful. So just imagine how the mothers also help these girls. And Hiranya Vasas, Hiranya is gold, of course. So the clothes which these girls wore, they had some embroidery made from a golden thread, what we call brocade or zarikam. So they used to have that. And this will also give you another side of these girls that they were like you and me, you know, they would like to look beautiful. They would like to deck up themselves and be more attractive. So when this marriage is done, there is a Vivaha Sukta in Rugveda. In this Vivaha Sukta, this is a Vivaha, I won't go into the details. We have a lot to talk about. But in this Vivaha Sukta, the wedding of Surya to Soma is described. It's an amazing sukta, but I would just tell you one thing about it. Surya is not a girl and Soma is not a boy or a woman and a man. Surya is the reflected light of the sun which falls on Soma, which means moon. And there is a huge, a big metaphor which tells you how Surya wears moon, that is how the reflected light of the sun falls on moon and moon becomes visible. So just imagine these people, their knowledge of astronomy was really astronomical, you know, amazing knowledge they had. Anyway, in this Vivaha Sukta, they have described this, they take only as an excuse to describe the process of wedding. And this process of wedding is so beautiful. And some of the mantras which are used there in the Rugveda are recited even today. Grubhna mitva saubhagatva yohastam comes from Rugveda, we use it. So there are many others, but this is important. And I will tell you some of the mantras and their meaning because these mantras reflect. These days what happens is, you know, the Purohita, he keeps on saying some mantras, neither the bride nor the groom understand what is going on and they just listen to that and the marriage is sanctified. But in those days, they understood because it was the 
husband himself who many times would say these mantra and what were these mantras i'll give you an example he says first of all asmin gruhe gar when when she comes to the in-laws house by the way before she comes there is a barat a varat you know which is called vahatu both the husband and the wife they sit on a chariot chariot is a cart a chariot ratha which is called vahatu which carries them to the in-laws house it is well decorated there are flowers there is a ceiling to that ratha and there are drawings made of stars on that this is just to make the bride happy you know and she comes there to the house and there he says the husband says to the wife asmin gruhe garhapatyaya jagruhi may you always rise here so that we can have our garhapatya gruhapati you can understand the word and garhapatya is what in today's parlance we say samsar so for our samsar for our garhapatya always stay here let us be sammana let our hearts or minds come together mean merely meeting of the bodies is not the aim of the this particular wedding you know this particular marriage our minds must come together and that is very important for the rigvedic man there is another one which says another mantra ihai vashta maviya ushta he says stay here let there be no separation between us ever and let us stay in the same house playing not only with our grandchildren but even great grandchildren so just imagine all that he is indicating is till for a long time we will stay together and live in um, fairy tales the last line is and they happily lived ever after right but we don't know what happens to them after afterwards but in rugveda you see what happens to them even afterwards and therefore these mantras are very important one of the thing one of the mantras is this uh, heavily decked up vadhu you know she comes to the in-laws house she is sitting there and everybody from the neighborhood comes to look at her what a typical thing you know even we would do the same thing we do in fact the same thing for that we have a reception in the evening right but there people would gather and it is called sumangali samskara this samskara is performed even today in south india comes straight from rugveda and it says sumangali riyam vadhu imam sameta pashyata this is a sumangali vadhu very auspicious and benevolent vadhu come look at her and saubhagya masyai datvaya give her blessings for saubhagya athastam viparetanam then go back to your own house i even like the fourth line because very practical people now that you the job is done go back so this sumangali vadhu then there is another custom in rugvedic times which again is followed in bengal even today and that is the marriage is not consummated for 4 days 
Okay, this is explained in that sutta, and it is followed even today in Bengal. So just see how the tradition of Rigveda is alive even today. Even today, five thousand years later, we are still doing things which our Vedas told us. Aren't you happy? Aren't you proud of that? So this is how our culture continues, you know. And it is our responsibility to see to it that this culture goes on to the next generation. So now she is a vadhu. She is a kula vadhu, whatever you call her, and. the last verse is very important last mantra which i am going to say it says samradhi shwashure bhava you will understand the meaning samradhi bhava shwashrushu you be now this entire household is your responsibility you become a samradhi to your father in law to your mother in law nanandri that is to your sister in law and to your brother in law not only them but dvipada and chatushpada that is birds dvipada and chatushpada all the cattle and all it's amazing you know that the day she comes the responsibility the keys of the safe are handed over to this girl what i like the most is just notice that in those days there was a joint family all the brothers the sisters the parents they all live together and that is again you know one of the salient features of indian culture even today please let us continue that this idea of joint family i know there is nuclear family and there are some advantages and disadvantages of both the systems but as i always say in nuclear family the chances of having an explosion are more you know because after all it is nuclear anyway jokes apart but rugveda teaches you not only about talks so not only about the position of woman but also the values of our woman the values of our culture because jaya it astam this is what the husband says jaya that is my wife she herself is my home she is the homemaker and this has been said in gruhini when we call her gruhini the word comes from gruha right one important thing even when we got married i got married for example the blessings i used to get from the elders was ashtaputra saubhagyavati bhava saubhagyavati is understood ashtaputra eight sons oh my god and in rugveda you know what they said दशास्यम पुत्रान आधे ही पति मेका दशम करू मे गॉड गिव यू दश टेन सन्स एंड मेक दिस हजबंड युअर इलेवेन्थ सन एंड बिलीव मी एज अ वाइफ आई कैन टेल यू दैट येस अ वाइफ आफ्टर अ वाइल टेक्स ओवर द रोल ऑफ द हजबंड मदर शी बिकम्स अ मदर टू हर हजबंड टू सो नॉट ओनली दैट these rushis you know when they are praising indra who is their senapati and they say kalyani jaya suranam gruhante hey indra your wife is kalyani the word comes from rugveda suramam gruhante your house is something which where you know you go inside and you feel happy 
good vibrations, positivity, whatever names we give now, but that is what they meant. And this is how the role of the wife was important because she, henceforth, she would always be with her husband in everything in, he did, whether it was working in the fields, whether it was the domestic chores, whether it was looking after the aged in-laws or whether it was taking care of the daughters and sons which she had. But there are some other references. There is one King Caleb and people say that when he went for war, Vishpala went with him. Some people take Vishpala as the name of the horse which he was riding and some say no, she was his queen. It is open to discussion. I will not be saying anything. I will not judge the situation. But this is what they say. But there is another reference about Mudgalani. She is the wife of a Rushi. And this Rushi had to go somewhere. And he was tired of driving. So he tells his wife, please take me there. Okay. So the girls knew driving. Important feature of that society. I remember when I was in college, there was one girl who was famous in Ferguson College because she rode a two-wheeler, a scooter, and came to school, uh, college on a two-wheeler. In Rugveda, they, they used to drive chariots. And not only chariots, but just as you know, even today, girls are a little more rash and faster than the men. And the reference, the description in the Rugveda is her Uttariya, Mudgalani's Uttariya, that is her, what, what can you say, Odni or whatever, Dupatta, was fluttering in the air. So fast did she drive that chariot. What is very important is Mudgalani had the freedom, she had the knowledge, and she had, she was requested by her husband to take her there says a lot about the position of the women. As a mother also, she was great. But I must talk about Indrani. Indrani is Indra's wife. There are many suktas which glorify women. But what I like the most is the suktas which actually show you that the woman was empowered in those times. That is important. And this Indrani sukta, I would say that it's an invocation of feminism in Rugvedic times. She says, Aham Ketu Raham Murdha Aham Ugra Vivachani. I am the Ketu. Ketu is flag. And you know why there are flags on the chariot? So that from the distance you can find out whose chariot it is. So she says, This house is known by me, not by my husband. Aham Murdha. Murdhan is head. And she says, I am the head of the family in every possible sense. I am the strength behind Indra. Even today we say behind every successful man, there is his wife. So she says that. But what she says next is important. Aham Ugravivachan. I speak a little harshly. She doesn't mind saying that, you know. So the women also had the freedom to opine, to say something which their husband did and they did not like, they could say that. But as a mother, Indrani is just like you and me. For us, our children are the best. 
right? For every mother, her children are the best. And Indrani says, my husband loves only me. Of course, you know, there was polyandry, especially, sorry, polygamy in Rugvedic times, especially the noble race and the kings and all would have many wives. But she said, even then, I'm his favorite. And mama putro shatru hanaha athome duhita virat. Please note the words. Mama putraha, my son, shatru hanaha. It's exactly the same as saying shatru gna. He kills the enemies. That is, he is very brave. Okay. So she praised her son. And what does she say about her daughter? Athome and now me duhita, my daughter. I have no words to describe her qualities, you know. She is virat. She is excellent. What should I say? I mean, even I don't have words to describe that. And therefore, Indrani says that Athome duhita virat. So just she, she is a welcome daughter. She was welcome in the family as a daughter. Her birth was celebrated. She was educated. She married a person of her own choice at a marriageable age. That is when she was grown up both physically and emotionally. She was a wonderful wife and she was also a great mother. I think these are the main aspects of a woman's life. Of course, nowadays we have another aspect called career and all. And then there were women who did that too. Like I said, you know, if they were writing suktas, obviously they were authors and they were writers also. And when we talk about Gargi and Maitreyi, we will talk more about that. But let me tell you one thing. There is a line in Rugveda, there is a mantra in Rugveda which says, Striyaha Ayudhani Chakre. There were women who made weapons. So I don't know what exactly they meant. Chakre is made, Ayudhani is weapons and Striyaha obviously. So whether they only made weapons or used them in the wars, we don't know exactly how it went. But from whatever we see, we realize that the woman of Rugvedic times was respected, well-treated and highly positioned, not only by men, but by the entire society. And this is very important. That gives her self-confidence. That gives her self-esteem. I have always said, you know, that if I ever get a time machine, instead of going to 22nd century, I would put the reverse gear and I would go to Rugvedic times because I would like to be one of the Rugvedic women. A very different thing. I would end my speech. I would end my talk with a very favorite line of mine, which comes from a movie. And that movie, many of you must have seen, you know, the movie is My Fair Lady, based on a play called Pygmalion, written by George Bernard Shaw. Anyway, in the movie, the sentence says that Eliza, she says, I mean, one treats her very respectfully and the other one doesn't. And what she says I think expresses the feelings of right from Rugvedic woman to 2020 women, everybody's feeling. Eliza says, 
a woman becomes a lady not because she behaves like one but because she is treated like one thank you very much i am ancient i am new i am heritage india hey.